Blog Talk Radio. Can I? 
Father God, I thank you, God, for another night here on Prolific Fire. I thank you, Lord God, for everybody that's represented here tonight, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, every family that's represented through the phone lines, every family that's represented on the phone lines, every family that's represented on Block Talk Radio, through the podcast, on Twitter, on Facebook, however you're represented on tonight, I thank you for being present, and I pray that the Lord will bless you through his word on tonight. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophetess Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. Let's get right into the foundational text for tonight. The foundational text comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 40. There's Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 40, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Now, while they were on their way, Jesus entered a village called Bethany, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who who herself was seated at his feet and was continually listening to his teaching. But Martha was very busy and distracted with all of her serving responsibilities. And she approached him and said, Lord, is it of no concern to you that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Tell her to come help me and do her part. Again, that's Luke 10, 38 through 40 from the Amplified. Just like many of you, Martha was distracted by all the things that she still had to do. At this point, her to-do list was longer than the time she had to spend with God. At this point, her to-do list was longer than the time she had to spend with God. She invited Jesus over to her house, but the chores of the house, the things that needed to be done in the house, became more important than Jesus, more important than Jesus, more important than the Son of God, more important than Jesus, Jehovah Jireh, her provider, more important than Jesus, Jehovah Rapha, her healer, more important than Jesus actually being there in her house with her. In the natural Just imagine how excited you used to get 
seeing your favorite singer, your favorite group, etc., up close and personal after the concert. It's called a backstage pass. Well, here Martha was with a backstage pass that would have given her up close and personal access to Jesus. And all she could do was worry about things. All she could do was worry about things. Like some of you, that's all she could worry about was the things that she had to do in the kitchen, the things that she had to do, the things that she had to prepare, what she needed to finish doing. That's all she could think about was things. Jesus in there in her house, and she worried about things. She worried about the things that still needed to be done. All she could do was worry about serving. Again, because the text says that that Mary had left all the serving responsibilities on her, left her to do all the serving alone. So she was worrying about serving. Beloved, don't be so addicted to whatever your position is in the church that when it's time for you to stop and receive from God, you don't know how to stop serving. You don't know how to stop handing out the fans, etc. And just listen to the word of God. Listen to what the Lord had to say. Don't be so addicted to whatever your position is in the church that when it comes time to stop and receive from God, you don't know how to stop serving. You don't know how to stop handing out the fans, et cetera, whatever your position is. You don't know how to stop doing that and just listen. Listen for what God has to say to you. Martha was addicted to serving. She was addicted to doing the work of the Lord, but not actually taking time to be with the Lord. Many are guilty of that. Martha was addicted to serving. She was addicted to doing the work of the Lord, but not actually taking the time to be with the Lord. If that's you, be careful. I'm telling you tonight, if that's you, be careful. Consider that a warning. Be careful. Be careful. The devil is tricking people every day. The devil is tricking people every day into believing they have a relationship with God when really they don't. So be careful. He's tricking people. Some people really believe that they have a relationship with God. You can't tell them no different. But they don't. Really, they don't. Many will say to me on that day when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? And then I will declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Matthew 7, 3 from the Amplified. Verse 24. This is still Matthew 7, but this is verse 24. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, will be like a wise man, a far-sighted, practical, and sensible man who built his house on the rock, Matthew 7 and 24 from the outside. Hear the Lord on tonight. I need you to hear the Lord. Really hear the Lord on tonight. There's a reason why you're tuning in on tonight. Hear the Lord on tonight. 
Be like that far-sighted man. Be like that far-sighted man and see what's coming up the road. I need you to see what's coming up the road if you don't repent. I need you to be like that far-sighted man and see what's coming up the road if you don't repent. Check your heart on tonight. And if you are more addicted to going to church, serving in the church, serving in the choir, being the church musician, if you are more addicted to prophesying, preaching, teaching, etc., then if you, if you are more addicted to those things and you are spending time with Jesus, spending time with the God you profess to serve, you need to repent. If that's what you're going for, just so you can serve, just so you can get in that position, you can showcase your gift. A lot of times that's what it is, a gift and not an anointing. Those two different things. A lot of times it's just a gift and they want to showcase their gift. They want to show off. If that's what you're going for, you need to repent because all your works are in vain. God sent me here to prolific fire tonight to tell you that all your works are in vain because Technically, there was supposed to be another message tonight, and at the last minute, God switched me. So this is what he wants you to hear tonight. Repent because all your works are in vain. What's more important, the work or the worship? What's more important, the work or the worship? Tonight's message. Think about this. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. Every day your heart is laid before the Lord. Every day your heart is laid before the Lord. And every day he, he's inspecting, looking, carefully examining the content of your heart. Every day he's inspecting, looking, looking, carefully examining the content of your heart. Every day your heart is under inspection. God is looking. But what is he looking at? That's a good question, but only you can be honest and answer that. But what is he looking at? So it happened when they had come to Jesse's house. Samuel looked at Eliab, the oldest, the eldest, the eldest son of Jesse, rather, and thought, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't look at his appearance or at his height, at the statue, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man sees sees at the outer appearance. But the Lord sees at the heart. First Samuel sixteen seven through first Samuel sixteen six through seven. Finally amplified. I told you the Lord is looking at your heart. God saw something in Eliab's heart. That caused him to reject him. God saw something in his heart that caused him to reject him. Is there something? Is there something? Be honest. Is there something in your heart that will cause God to reject you in those final moments when it's either heaven or hell? I know many of you don't believe in a hell, but there is a hell. Just as sure as there's a heaven, there's a hell. It wasn't designed for you, but if you... Make yourself available to go there. Then that's what it's going to have to be. The choice is yours. Is there something in your heart that you need to get right tonight? Is there something in your heart that will cause God to reject you in those final moments when it's either heaven or hell? The way that he rejected Eliab, David's eldest brother, his oldest brother. 
Will you be rejected or accepted? David said, search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there is any wicked or hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way. David didn't want to miss it. He wanted to get it right. And though he was not a perfect man, but he wanted to get it right. He wanted the Lord to search him if there was anything there. He wanted him to help him deal with it and, and get it right. There should, there should be the heart, heart cry for all of us. We want to get it right, Lord. If there's anything in us that you see that we don't see that's not right, we want to get it right, get it right starting on tonight. There's Psalms 139, verses 23 and 24 from the Amplified. But I suspect some of you need to take it a step further and ask the Lord to create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalms 51 and 10, King James Version. Because if you're honest, you know that spirit you've been operating in is not right. You know that spirit you've been operating in is not right. And I'm talking to you. I don't care if you're standing in a pulpit. I don't care if you're teaching children or in school or whatever you're doing. If you know you've been operating in a spirit that's not of God, a spirit that is not right, you need to get it right on tonight. Yes, you've been serving, but aside from serving the Lord, you haven't been spending time with the Lord. You haven't spent time with him. You, yes, you're serving, but aside from serving the Lord, you haven't been taking the time to sit with the Lord. You got to sit with him. The way that you would sit with your best friend and talk to them, the way that you would sit with a loved one and talk to them, especially if you ain't seen them in a long time. You sit down and you talk and you catch up and you reminisce. There's things about you the Lord knows, but he wants you to catch him up. He wants you to just talk to him as though he don't know. To him, that's love because he already knows. But just the fact that you would take the time to catch him up and say, God, this happened and this happened and this happened. I want your opinion on this and I want your opinion on that. I know what I think I want to do, but I don't trust my own opinion. I want your opinion. Because your word is the final say in my life. So your word says that I should live by your word, every word that comes out of your mouth, not my mouth. Therefore, I got to live listening, spending time, sitting in your presence, hearing from you. I want to hear from you. When the last time you did something like that, you need to do that. You need to get back to that. Because some of you, you know that spirit you've been operating in, that's not the right spirit. That's not of God. As I said, yes, you've been serving. You've been doing everything you're supposed to do on the outside. But God is looking on the inside. He's looking at your heart. And some of you, you don't even know what what it means to sit in his presence. You don't even know. Forget about when when the last time. Some of you need to start. When's your first time? You've been serving. You've been doing everything you're supposed to do in the church. You've been doing what you used to what you used to see your mama do, what you used to see your grandmama do on the different boards in the church. You you holding it down in the church, only to lose the God that you 
claim to be serving, only to not really have a relationship with him in the end, only for him to say that he know you not. Don't do that. Do not do that. Real servanthood is after you have served, you go and sit down and listen for what God wants to say to you and be replenished. That's why some of y'all are tired. You just serve, 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 and you never sit down for him to replenish you. The word, not just the word of God, but the words coming out of his mouth, a rhema word, will, will replenish you if you let him, if you listen. You don't just serve, as I said, you don't just serve, 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 doing the work, but no worship. And by worship, I mean, you spend no intimate time with God. It's a hard question on tonight. It's not a hard question, but it's a hard, a hard question in your heart. What's most important to you? That you be seen doing the work of the Lord or that you build a real relationship with him outside of the church? Don't just go to church to show your outfit and show off your little gifts. Have a real relationship with God. Matter of fact, take your relationship inside the church. Make it be to the point that when you step up in there, they know it's something different on her. It's something different on him. Take God with you. Just in case he ain't already up in there, take him with you. Martha's reason in tonight's foundational text was obvious. She was focused on the work. She was focused on the work, focused on doing the work, focused on doing the work of the Lord, all all the while complaining, which only added to the attention she was getting. It was all about the work and the attention. For Martha, it was all about the work and the attention she got from doing the work. Because she went to Jesus and she basically told him what she was doing. She basically told him what she was doing, what still needed to be done, and what Mary, her sister, was not doing. And asked him to tell her to help her out It was because it was all on her. In other words, it was all on her. It was really all on her, as in all about her. It was all on her attention. Sad, but it's true. There are a lot of people in the church doing the work for attention, for recognition, for the love of the gift, for the love of the money. Yet there are a few people still in the church who are doing the work, but understand the but un, but they understand the importance of worship. And I hope that's you. You're doing the work in the church. You're serving. You're doing what you're supposed to do. But outside of the church, you got your relationship with God together. You spend time with him because you understand that in order for the gift to even work the way that it's supposed to, you got to have a relationship with God. And for the gift to be more than just a gift, but for it to be an anointing, you got to have a relationship with God. If you don't, things are not going to flow well. It's not going to flow well. It may look good on the outside, but on the inside, you're tore up. And you know it. You're tore up and you're tired and you're frustrated because he's not in it. And I'm just telling you tonight, get him in it. Get him in it. He'll change the game. Get him in it. 
But for those that have 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 their relationship together with the Lord, they're serving. And they and they and therefore they are serving, and and got a relationship with God. They're living a balanced Christian life. If you're serving, and you're worshiping, serving and worshiping, spending time in His presence, and guess what? You're living a a balanced Christian Christian life. You're living a balanced Christian life, doing the work and enjoying time with the Lord in worship. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But my question to you tonight, what are you doing? What are you doing? Father God, we repent for ever choosing the work over the worship, the gift over the gift giver. We repent for every wrong motive. We repent for just wanting to be seen. We repent for operating in the flesh, for upholding tradition, upholding religion, but never surrendering our hearts to a relationship with you. Now, Lord, open open our eyes and hearts. Open the eyes and hearts of these, your people. Bring forth deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight, if there's somebody on the phone lines and you know you don't, don't know the Lord, repeat after me. And this is according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. Father God, I am a sinner. I come before you because I realize that Jesus is your son and I'm in need of a savior. I need Jesus to come into my life to help me to change. I'm tired of living the way that I am living. I want to change. I want to be better. I want to be a better person, not just on the outside for people to see, but I want to be better for me on the inside. I want Jesus to look at my heart and be proud. I want God to look at my heart and be proud. Help me, save me, deliver me on tonight, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. If this word blessed you and you feel led to sow, you can do so by accessing the PayPal. It's paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use the cash app. It's the cash app is the dollar symbol and the ministry's name, Prolific Fire. The P in Prolific is capital. The F in Fire is capital, Prolific Fire. Thank you, everybody who have been sowing. I thank you so much. I pray that the Lord give it back to you, 36, 104, wherever you need it the most. May the Lord give it to you according to your faith, be it unto you, according to Matthew 9, 29. If you need Bible-based consultation, please contact me. Between the hours of 9 a.m. and 11 p.m., your time zone, your time zone, 9 a.m., 11 p.m., call or text 865-408-8690, 865-408-8690, and there will be no Bible-based consultation without prayer. They go together. If you don't want me to pray for you, then you don't want no Bible-based consultation. Simple. You don't want it. And I'm moving on to the next person that does want it. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com, prolificfire at gmail.com. Also, some people like to send in their prayer requests through the website, prolificfire.com. You can do that as well. It'll come directly to me, and I will get back to you as soon as possible.
So reach out to me if you need to. Then come back on Friday. I have the pleasure of leading you all in prayer on Friday. Thank you, Providence Page. So join me for Faith on the Line Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you called tonight, 347-426-3782. If you're wondering why I call out the number and people are on here that call that number already, there's some people on platforms that can't see the number they just they just listen on a platform and they need a phone number in case they want to get on the phone. It's three four seven four two six three seven eight two. It will be up on all my social medias this week. So look for it. Then join Prophet's page for prolific fires next Monday. This coming up Monday. We switching places. She has a word from the Lord. She will be ministering however the Holy Spirit leads her to do so. So look for that this coming up Monday. I look forward to it. And once again, thank you, everybody, for joining on tonight. It was a hard check for all of us tonight. And I pray that we all receive and get it right. In the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. Have an awesome night in the Lord, everybody. I'm out. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.